Welcome to BG Mania, a weekly video game music podcast found right here at Level Down Games, where we explore some excellent music and talk about our experience with each game. I'm Brian, joined as always by the ever so bald one. It's like your hair never grows back. It's Frank. Well, Brian, that hurts my feelings. You should stop shaving your head. I look damn sexy. <laughs> For those just joining us, what we like to do here at BG Mania is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes like our anniversaries. So you're always guaranteed to hear something new, something fresh, and something exciting each and every week. Don't forget to head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us and leave that five-star rating and a review so we continue to climb the charts in terms of search results. The more ratings and reviews we get, obviously, the greater the chance that more people will find our little show and uh, hopefully enjoy the music. Uh, Quick plug, though, E3 season is here once again, and we want to remind all of you that Level Down Games will have full coverage like normal this year. Leveldowngames.com forward slash E3 is our hub for the entire event, where you can see a list of all confirmed press conferences and things we will be reacting to and discussing during the week. Normal episodes of both Max Level and BG Mania will also be posting that week, but you do not want to miss our coverage. Look for full reaction videos shortly after each conference ends on our YouTube channel, as well as in-depth discussions and thoughts on Max Level and future episodes of Flavor Text after E3 concludes. Once again, that's leveldowngames.com forward slash E3 to see a full list of all of our festivities. The last thing I want to mention before we get to the music... I, if you didn't listen to Max Level, I'll I'll preface this now. If you didn't listen to Max Level, it was a quick 21 minute episode this past week. I found myself in the hospital over the past week, so I didn't get to do as much prep for this episode as I wanted to. And we may not talk as much during this episode because I don't know how long I can sit here to record the episode. So we're going to try to power through this. We're going to enjoy some music. We're going to make witty comments or stupid comments in Frank's case. As, uh, as he always does. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope to dive into this episode. <laughs> no, I almost did, man. That's the thing. I almost did the other week or last week. So I, I don't know, man. I, I'm glad we got to sit down and do this because I was contemplating just putting up a music only episode. Like we were talking about it, you and I. And uh, that was kind of like it was going to be the best course of action. But I'm feeling pretty good today. And uh, it's fun to sit down and listen to, to some music, hopefully laugh on this episode and just enjoy our 99th episode of BG Mania. Next week's 100. Wow. Next week is episode 100, and we do have a special one next week. We'll tell you the uh, theme at the end, as we always do. But it is the end of the month. It is May, and we are at Radio Hour, an eclectic mix of music. Five tracks from me, five tracks from Frank, one from Jessica, and one from you, the listener. And uh, this is volume 23. And the opening pick was yours, Frank. What was that? As if you didn't know. I mean, it's pretty iconic. That was Ryu's theme from Street Fighter 2. It was something that me and Brian talked about. We did the uh, Misconnections episode where songs we just can't believe we didn't play before. And I'm like, wow, we criminally have not picked many things from Street Fighter 2, which is one of the best fighters of all time. You had said last week that you were going to rectify that. <laughs> oh, I took care of that. Be sure I got the Ryu's theme on here. Um, July 15th, 92. Composer... Frank, no, no. Yoko Shimomura. You wish you were as good as Yoko Shimomura. <laughs> I, I absolutely do wish I was as good as Yoko Shimomura. I mean, there's not much more I can talk about Street Fighter, but uh, great song. I'm glad I finally, this one finally got to hit our list of songs. Who knows? Maybe we'll hear more Street Fighter on the next episode. Actually, we potentially could now that I think about it. Yeah, we, we can actually think about it because there's uh, I actually think I know what you could potentially play. So that's funny. 
mm-hmm. but yeah, man, just it's such a good track. There's so many crazy good Street Fighter songs we can explore, and I, I think we've mentioned this in the past, but and we say this all the time, but there will be like a Street Fighter episode in the future, just where we look at just that franchise. That's something I'm also surprised we haven't done yet, just because it's one of your favorite franchises of all time. Uh, and of course, Yoko Shimomura. So can't go wrong there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, let's kick to my first pick then on this episode. And I am going to go to an NES game after your SNES game. This one right here is Journey to Silius. And the name of the track is the title theme. that was the title theme from Journey to Silius, which came out here in North America September 1990, composed by Naoki Kodaka, who was the resident composer over there at Sunsoft all the way up until they uh, they disbanded, worked on several, several, several classic Sunsoft games like obviously Journey to Silius, Batman, uh, Frank's favorite Fester's Quest. A ton of things no. that uh, <laughs> a ton of things that uh, man that really just defined our childhood. Sunsoft was a big part of our childhood, man. We should do a Sunsoft episode. I mean, we probably could just do the music from Batman alone. But uh... Batman was yeah, they, that was such a freaking good soundtrack. Uh, 
man, we probably will have to do a, a, a Sunsoft episode in the future because there's, I'm just looking at the list episode of things that we could do. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just looking at the list of things we could do, though, and it's so freaking, it's so extensive. It'd be a lot of fun. Journey to Silius, have you played? I'm assuming I have you played have. Journey to Silius. Great freaking game. Great freaking game. And I didn't know this until I looked at the Wikipedia, but I get it now because I was a kid when I played this game. Did not realize it was based on the Terminator. Oh, uh, well, I can see how you, you'd miss that and think that you were a child, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just just <laughs> looking at it right now, but uh, there, it was based on the 1984 film, but they lost the licensing rights during the development of the game. So they had to change the graphics and the storyline. So that's kind of neat. I didn't realize that, but I, I can kind of obviously see the similarities between them now. Great game. Great music. That is epic. That is just freaking rocking, dude. They could have called to the Verminator and just, you know, been done. The Verminator. Isn't there a... What is that? The, 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 the Verminator was Kelly Bundy and... Um, that's right. That's right. I was trying to think, where did I know that from? Yep. 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 <laughs> but speaking of Vermin... I want to play a track from a really, really good game that I just started to play. Uh, this is from A Plague Tale Innocence. This is Inquisition.
And that was Inquisition from a Playtale Innocence. Uh, game just came out May 14th, 2019. Uh, composed by, all right, let me butcher some French. Olivier de Riviere. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought you spoke French. I say a lot of things, but then I have to say part of my French afterwards. So no. Yeah, that's true. Uh, this this game uh, is super fun. It's a very it's a narrative driven. I'm just hopefully I do this right. Narrative driven puzzle stealth game with light combat elements. Is that a fair thing to say? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Uh, uh, more stealth, more stealth than anything else, but. It still it still has all the elements of what you talked about. And there are heavy puzzle elements as well. Absolutely. Um, I went into this game because it looked good. I played the first chapter and I'm like, ah, this game is going to be booty. And then it just started getting better and better and better. And I'm loving you it. You thought I that am... after the first chapter, the first chapter literally sunk its teeth into me and hooked me. It was a little slow for me. I, I wanted non-stop action. Then I realized, hey, dummy, you're playing a self-puzzle game, so you're not going to get non-stop action, but the action you get is great. Yeah, and, and what's really, really cool about A Plague Tale Innocence is that it's set during the, like, the Middle Ages of France and, you know, like the 1300s yeah. back during the bubonic plague era. And that's what you're avoiding, and that's what you're trying to survive. People around you are perishing. They are just dropping dead. And the soundtrack and the music of this game, it, it needs to paint that picture for the atmosphere. It needs to really portray what these characters were feeling back then. And I think that this piece of music actually is is one of the stronger ones that shows that. That violin, dude, that that is emotional. But it also is is driving you forward. Like, I need to survive. And if you've seen any of the trailers on A Plague Tale Innocence, there are a plethora of rats that just swarm you from time to time. And apparently it gets worse. I know Frank's a little bit further in the game than I am, but the technology that they used for the rats, like how they just swarm out the walls and how they come over things and how they devour animals and how they are reluctant to go into light. It's a really cool piece of technology that... It kind of resembles things like we see with the Freakers and Days Gone. And I have to wonder if it's based on the same technology. And if it is, it's pretty freaking cool. Don't quote me on this. I'm pretty sure that one of the symptoms of the bubonic plague was the extreme sensitivity to light. So the fact that they're running away from fire and like sunlight. That's cool. Makes a lot of sense. You know, uh, they're, not, they're not vampires. They're not going to burst into you know, the flames for, for being in the fire. Well, actually, we'll burst into flames if you go into fire. That is that is that is a proven fact. We are going to be talking about this game more on next week's episode of Max Level because Frank and oh, I are, will, hopefully, I will hopefully, yeah, we will hopefully we both be done it. with that by then. So we we should have a a good in depth discussion on Max Level next week if you want to tune in to hear what we thought of the entire experience. But I'll I'll give a little spoiler right now. This game reminds me heavily of Hellblade, just the way that it's yeah. composed and the way that it's yeah, done. Very much so. Yeah, and it, I mean, just in, on an emotional level, it's super cool. All right, I have a, another pick coming up from a Nintendo 64 game. Something that we've played a couple tracks from, but not a lot in the past. From Perfect Dark, this is Chicago Stealth. <laughs>
And that was Chicago Stealth from Perfect Dark, which released here in North America May 22nd, 2000. That particular track was composed by the wonderful Grant Kirkhope. As I mentioned, we have played a couple things from Perfect Dark in the past, but not much, not much. And one of the reasons that I picked this particular track is because I think we could be seeing something related to Perfect Dark coming back soon. Really? You think like a new Perfect Dark game or? I think so. I think so. And uh, it's it's that time of year. You know what I mean? It's E3 season. Microsoft is getting yeah. ready to talk about their new their new console, Xbox Scarlet or Anaconda, whatever the hell you want to call that thing that they're going to show off at E3 in a couple weeks. I'm going to give an E3 prediction right here on BG Mania that is not going to be in the Max Level podcast. It's going to be exclusive to this show. I think Microsoft's going to announce a new Perfect Dark reboot at E3 this year to show off the new technology of Scarlet. I hope we just saw a reboot. Kind of like Modern Warfare. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, so I wanted to pick something from Perfect Dark to kind of coincide with that. And I was listening to the soundtrack. This one came on. I was like, dude, I can just sit here, close my eyes, and I, it's it's a rainy day. I can hear the thunder. I can see the lightning. Like, this is a back alley Chicago setting where I can picture the... I want to say almost like retro wave neon type stuff because it had a little bit of elements and a little bit of vibe to it as well that that had similar sounds. It's a great piece of music and it fit the aesthetic of the level so well. Yeah, it's, you know, the music is great, but I love Perfect Dark. Like, I, Me too. More so we're, 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 the we're, we're original. More so the yeah, original than the one on the 360. But I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that now is the time because we don't know what Rare is currently working on. We know that they have another team. They're assisting this team, but we know another studio is working on Battletoads. Rare is just kind of been putting out expansion packs for Sea of Thieves. So you know they're doing something bigger behind the scenes. It could be a reboot of Perfect Dark. That would be pretty amazing it'd be a good surprise for everybody yeah i'm hope i'm hopeful for that and as i said we will have full reaction videos to everything that happens at e3 check them out on our youtube channel or leveldowngames.com oh it's listener pick isn't it for my next track i'm gonna go to the listener it's listener pick i almost <laughs> forgot i was waiting for you to continue and uh we we didn't uh we didn't uh need to because we have a listener pick and this one comes from a gentleman that has submitted a track in the past about two or three months ago. I, I submitted one two or three months ago. Is it from me? No, it's not from you. <laughs> he likes to go by the name of Rhett. And he said, so I got a couple more for you guys. Great show, by the way. And then he submitted two tracks. And the one I chose happens to come from the Commodore 64 version of Target Renegade. This is the title music.
was the title music from Target Renegade. That is the Commodore 64 version, which was composed by Gary Biasio, who, if you look him up on Wikipedia, it says Gary Biasio is the composer of the theme tune to the Commodore 64 computer game Target Renegade and the programmer of Basket Master Commodore 64 port. So that is what he is known for, that piece of music right there. Literally, it doesn't even say the whole soundtrack. I wonder, I didn't look into this, is that the entire soundtrack? Remember back and then sometimes on the Amiga and the Commodore 64, it was just one track. That I, wonder, is true. I wonder if that was the case here. To be known for that particular tune, it's a good tune. I like that track a lot. Not only that, um, we have beef now because he stole my nickname. They call me the basket master when I'm out there shooting, <laughs> <laughs> shooting hoops on West Philadelphia. Yeah, born and raised. Well, actually, born and raised in L.I. Represent. There you go. Um, there you go. He, dude, he composed the soundtrack for one of my favorite football games on the Nintendo 64, NFL Quarterback Club 96. That's kind of funny. I used to be an NFL Quarterback Club fan before I was a Madden fan. I was all about the NFL Blitz. Blitz was good, too. Blitz was good, too. Looks like he did a lot, a couple things on sports games. He worked on the NHL series for EA back in the early 2000s. Had, has some credits on FIFA 07 and uh, a couple games here and there back from the 80s and early 90s. Don't really know too much about Gary Biasio, though. Don't even know if I'm pronouncing his last name right. Could be Biasilo, but it's a double L. I'm, I'm using the Spanish pronunciation of, of the double L. Look at you using your little international <laughs> flair. <laughs> but that was a obviously a submission, a listener submission from Rhett. If you want to submit a piece of music to be played on a future episode of BG Mania, just like he did, BG Mania at leveldowngames.com would be the place to send an email to. We, Rhett, I know you submitted another track. I will work that one in in a future episode somewhere. Somewhere. Some way. Might just be at another radio hour. I don't know. Who knows? You never know. Well, speaking of international flair, I want to play the, a track from the number one best NES game of all time. I want to see you introduce a track without a transition. That <laughs> never happened. From JCAKF. What the hell is that? Or as, or as we all know, that stands for Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu. Never heard of it. <laughs> this is the stage two theme.
that, as you all know, was stage two theme from Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu. Do they know? Do they? Do, does anyone even know? The number one Jackie Chan game of all time. The number one Jackie Chan game that came out in 1990. The only Jackie Chan game. Actually, there probably is more than one. There's more than one. For, absolutely. There's a, there's a Jackie Chan game on the Game Boy Advance. It's not so bad. Uh, but I think that one's more based on the cartoon. There's a Jackie Chan cartoon. There was a Jackie Chan cartoon. Jesus. Uh, this came out December 14th, 1990, and composed by Masakatsu Maikawa. Um, who did a lot of the Goemon games, so really nothing that we saw over here in the States. Okay. So as as you know, Jackie Chan's a martial arts master <laughs> and, st- and stuntman. That's so the, the only thing I know about this. <laughs> uh, so the, it's a standard beat-em-up kind of style. Uh, nothing too special about the game. Just uh, it was a, it's a Hudson Soft classic, so I had to get it out there. Is it a beat-em-up? Is that actually what this is? Yeah, it's an action platformer. Did you play this? I had this you owned this christmas or did you buy it i don't even know how i came into how i came upon this one it could have been a cousin's game that got left behind i don't remember my parents buying this but i know i had this uh very hard game though for a game that i and and i wasn't kidding when i said i never heard of this there are there are several things that i've not heard of in the past and obviously when you submitted your list is when i found out about this but for a game that is, at least to me, relatively unknown, maybe it is a cult classic or maybe it has a cult following behind it. I'm not sure. But that's actually a good piece of music. Like, that's a good track. It was a decent game. Uh, it was just, it was very hard. Uh, you have one life. You could either you have five continues, but you have one life. When you die, you're back to the beginning. So, uh, no bueno. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'd be curious to see what the, uh, the rest of the soundtrack sounds like because... Uh, Another, also a composer that I'm not too familiar with. So I, I would be willing to jump into his catalog and just see what he's done. Obviously, as you mentioned, the Goemon games really. Did we ever? Did we see any of them over? I think we saw like maybe one. We may have because yeah. uh, we're familiar with Goemon. Oh, uh, um, but... um, the one on the '64. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, mystical quest. Mystical, mystical ninja, something oh, with God. the with the Goemon in the name somewhere. Yeah, I remember. I remember playing that on the N64. I actually think we picked a track from that in the past on the show. So uh, it was actually called Quest 64. That was the name of the game. Ooh, that's a great game. No, 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 no. That's a great game right there. <laughs> Shut your mouth. All right, I want to go to a game that released not that long ago, much like you did earlier with the Playtale Innocence. This one comes from Days Gone. The name of the track is Hell or High Water. And this is performed by Billy Raffoul. You never know what tomorrow may bring. Take 
call I cherish Beat me till my body's numb My life's for the living I won't be giving up On you On you On you That was Hell or High Water as performed by Billy Rafool from Days Gone, which released April 26th, 2019. The actual soundtrack was composed by Nathan Whitehead, but they brought Billy in to do several pieces of music on the actual soundtrack. And truth be told, anything that he did on there really, I think, blows everything else out of the water on that soundtrack. It, what a powerful voice, man. Yeah, I was going to I was just going to say those exact words. His voice is freaking powerful, dude. He's got the rasp that I like when it comes to like male vocal singers. Uh, his parents were both performers and singers. I guess his dad used to perform with Joe Cocker and Bon Jovi. Cheerful. Yeah, absolutely. So this this guy has a hopefully a bright future ahead of him he's young uh i i would love to see what he does he's got a great head of hair (laughs) unlike frank who has no hair except on his face i have lots of hair all over my body (laughs) so man damn it days gone man i i'm so disappointed with so many aspects about days gone Uh, my review will be up soon at leveldowngames.com i talked about it extensively on the max level podcast the soundtrack is good the story is stellar but the gameplay just craps the bed for that that game it's such a disappointment when it comes to actually playing the game oh 
But that music, that soundtrack, oh, it's so good. I, I want to actually play a couple more tracks in the future from, especially ones that Billy did. Like, I, I really want to showcase a few more pieces of music that oh, I found. All right, we'll do, a Bill, we'll do a Billy episode. Billy. Billy from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Billy Butcher. Was that his name? Billy Butcher. I think, it's, I think it was Billy Butcher. Yeah. If you know his actual name, put it in the comments below. Great piece of music. Wow. That was good. But I'm going to give you a track from the best game on the PS4. Possibly game of the year. <laughs> okay. Not a chance. Well, I'm voting for it. Uh, for Mortal Kombat 11, this is the Cyberlinque Assembly. That was the Cyberlinque Assembly from uh, Mortal Kombat 11. The game came out April 23rd, 2019, and I've played it every day since. Have you really played it every single day? I have. I have wow. played it every single day. Uh, I, I pop into, at very least, do the, one of the daily things on there. Um, composed by Matthias Wolf, uh, who composed Mortal Kombat uh, 10 as well. Uh, I really like this game. I, uh, I like the music from this game. Uh, the guy knows what he's doing. What I really like is what you heard there were stage one um round one round two and round three different variations of it yeah different variations it picks up uh, a lot for round two because a lot of times if you're good like me round two is your final round <laughs> okay where you got towards round three you know that it's definitely a fever pitch because now it's anyone's game at the time of recording i just watched the uh the, the combo breaker tournament of this and man i thought i was good these guys are on a whole new level just unbelievable i played through the story mode for mortal kombat 11 and i it, it was interesting. 
as we talked about before on the Maxwell it was, podcast. This it was game interesting. Has some of the best voice acting uh, I've disagree, ever heard. In the video disagree. Game. <laughs> the voice acting is questionable. Uh, certain characters are definitely stronger than others. Uh, Sonya Blade, not so much. Probably near the bottom Sonya, of the Sonya list. Sonya's the best. How dare you? Near the uh, bottom of the list. Ronda, Ronda Rousey is a national treasure. Okay. The soundtrack she'll actually. Kill you. The soundtrack actually is fun though. Like it's a lot of what we come to expect and know from traditional Mortal Kombat tropes and music. Uh, there's remixes of classic music in there here like you know just different takes on it and it was it was well done the presentation was good story like i said my issues with the story aside not just the voice acting but just the whole stupid aspect that they tried to take it with i don't want to jump into spoilers but it, it really was convoluted but this is probably one of the best most comprehensive fighters ever created like just that i will agree with i think combat wise and fighting mechanic wise this is one of the strongest fighting games ever made. I agree with that. And well, long that, it ran. That, that team really knows what they're doing, man. I mean, you look at what they did with Injustice, and they just ramped it up to 12, really, with Mortal Kombat 11. It's it, it, You called it like, in a, a what did you say, Injustice 11 or something like that? But yeah. it, it really is, because there's so many similarities. Well, NRS is what they're doing, you know? Uh... And they've known and they've known forever for they are the greatest of all the times. Yeah, another another realm is is good. And uh, who was this? Was this composed by the guy you said Mortal Kombat Ten? I, I can hear yeah. the similarities. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely hear the similarities between the two soundtracks, dude. Now that I know that, I am gonna take us now to a little indie game that came out last year, and only Chapter One is available so far. This happens to be in the same franchise as Undertale from Deltarune. This is the Scarlet Forest.
And that was The Scarlet Forest from Deltarune, Chapter 1, which released October 31st, 2018. Composed, written, published, developed. It's all done by Toby Fox. He's the guy that did Undertale. He's a one-man team. I am super impressed with everything that he's done, man. It's just, it's, it's incredible to me that he is able to compose something so amazing while still making the game. I could barely chew gum and do a podcast at the same time. <laughs> I really want to play Deltarune. I, I'm a huge fan of Undertale. I think Undertale and what Toby Fox did with that game is phenomenal. But I'm trying to wait for the entire experience to come out before I jump into Deltarune. I don't know. I'm trying to look here. It is not, though. Blah, blah, blah. Chapter two is planned, but no release date has been announced yet. So October 31st, 2019. Yeah, and I really hope that's not the case. I hope there isn't like a year in between each chapter, because then I will just break down and play the chapters as they come out. And instead of kind of like I do with Life is Strange or any any episodic game where I always play the chapters. Well, I can't say that for sure, because I haven't played episode four and five of the council yet, but. I uh, usually play through episodic games when the episodes come out. This one, though, I was trying to wait for the full experience because I, I wanted to experience something like I did with Undertale because Undertale was so special. Uh, well, hopefully, uh, hopefully E3 during some kind of indie showcase. Well, this will pop up. Ooh, yeah. Maybe at the kind of funny showcase or even the PC gaming show, something like that. That would be fun to see. But yes, that piece of music is so good. Like, there's so much stuff going on there, dude. I want to know, like, what's going on in the game. And I'm glad I don't know because it's going to be a surprise to me when I play. But that is just beautiful. I'm I'm very, very impressed by that. That was good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, speaking of good stuff, though. We got Jessica's pick. You know what time, you know what time it is? Oh, yeah. We got Jessica's pick. It's my favorite part of the episode. Yeah. And, and she happened to pick something from a game that her and I put a lot of time into over the past week, right before I got admitted to the hospital. <laughs> so we'll kick it over to her. She'll intro her track. And if she doesn't say the name in the game, as, as I always say, I'll uh, mention it when we come back. So take it away, Jessica. Hey, guys. So once again, we weren't able to get Jessica's audio. Uh, for those who are unaware, we I usually put these episodes together on Tuesday nights, and that's when she records her audio. and We just, you know, insert it in where it needs to go. Well, Last or er, yesterday, Tuesday, last week as well, I uh, ended up having to go to the hospital. Last week I went and I was admitted for three days. Yesterday I went and I was released in about five hours. So been having a lot of issues, have been unable to really focus on getting everything done. But I still wanted to put the episode out. So unfortunately, we do not have Jessica's audio. The reason she picked this track, and I do think Frank and I talked about it when we recorded the episode, but the reason she picked this particular track, which was, and I may have deleted it already. Nope, I still have it. Green Light Ride from Team Sonic Racing. Uh, the reason she picked this particular one is because her and I were playing the crap out of this game last week before I ended up having to go to the hospital. And we were sitting there customizing our cars, and she just would, was talking about how silly this track actually sounded. So that's why she picked this one. So from Team Sonic Racing, this is Green Light Ride.
That was Green Light Ride from Team Sonic Racing, which actually is the most recent game. We have quite a few games from 2019 on the playlist today. This is the most recent one because it came out literally just a week ago. Composed by June Sonoy and performed by Crush 40. Team Sonic Racing released, uh, yeah, May 21st, 2019. Jessica and I played a lot of this before I, as I mentioned, ended up going into the hospital for some health related issues for a couple days. We had fun, but the game has issues. Uh, she probably enjoyed it a little bit less than I did because for whatever reason, the colors and, and I remember this happening in um, Sonic Sega All Star Racing, whatever it was on the 360. But the colors blend together and it's hard to see what's going on on the track. Like, it's hard to see the power ups. It's hard to see other racers. It, it's really weird how it works, because like if you look at Mario Kart or other kart racers, Crash Bandicoot, that doesn't happen all the time. But for the Sonic games, uh, the the vibrancy, is that a word? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. OK, I thought I made that up. I like to make up words, but that one actually wasn't made up. The vibrancy, <laughs> the uh, the vibrancy of the colors and the tracks just really it, it makes it a little bit hard to see. But once you get used to it, it gets a bit better. Uh, and, and obviously, when you get used to the controls for a while there, she was struggling. But then she started finishing in first and second place, just like I was. Fun game, but it's about the soundtrack. And of course, that is just total modern crazy, wacky Sonic music. I mean, I just I love that it is Crush 40. They're they are the, the, the modern Sonic music. They can, they have to be like June Sonoy is the guitarist. I mean, he's the composer yeah, of the, the game, whole, but he's the guitarist. Makes sense in general. And, uh, you know, we went down a rabbit hole because we looked up one of the members of Crush 40, the drummer, 
and saw a picture of Cradle of Filth. And then we found the Naota Shibata Project, which they do covers of classic Castlevania music. Pretty freaking cool what you could find with a little bit of research. <laughs> yeah. uh, great pick, though. She, she had mentioned she wanted to pick this because it just sounded so silly. And that really is just modern Sonic music. Modern Sonic music isn't meant to be taken seriously. No, this is a strong soundtrack. Uh, in fact, I also had picked a track from this uh, soundtrack. You did. I nixed it. I nixed it because I think I like her song a little better. Um, but yeah, like it's penciling for another radio hour coming up. Just so you know, <laughs> it, it is a good soundtrack too, and it's a lot of remixes of music we heard from the adventure games. Yes. Uh, that's because uh, one of the composers of uh, along with Junes and I is T. Lopez, who did uh, Sonic Mania. Right, right. Which is super cool. Which is super cool. I, I like that he's been brought in as you know an official team member. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, hopefully, because uh, I do believe they're working on Sonic Mania 2. I just don't think it's been officially announced yet. Uh, hopefully, because he was the composer behind Mania. So hopefully he's the composer behind Mania 2 as well. That'd be really cool. I, I definitely hope so. But uh, you, my friend, have one pick left on the episode before we get to episode 100 next week. It's, it's This is a hard thing to do, Brian. This, this is, is your last, last pick. Break. This is your last pick. I know, but I, th- there's a rule about I, I can't pick this. I, I can't talk about this track because the name of this track from Assassin's Creed 3 <laughs> is Fight Club. That was Fight Club from Assassin's Creed 3 uh, that released October 30th, 2012, uh, composed by Lauren Balfi uh, from Inverness, Scotland. Scottish. He is the composer of Skylanders. Uh, he's the composer of Assassin's Creed Revelations. He's also the composer of Fallout. Fallout. 
uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, the movie. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think that he worked on Fallout. Maybe maybe if he worked on Fallout 76, it would have been better. He, he works a lot with Hans Zimmer, more as like a score producer with Hans Zimmer. So, uh, that, so like, uh, And that makes a lot of sense to me because that track feels very theatrical. And that's what he does. Like uh, his most recent thing, also with Hans Zimmer, was he did a uh, FIFA 19. Oh, Hans Zimmer worked on FIFA 19. Hans Zimmer did the main themes for the Skylanders games as well, which is something I just learned today. <laughs> yeah, me too. Assassin's Creed 3, probably my least favorite Assassin's Creed. They definitely crapped the bed with that one in terms of the gameplay and certain story elements. And I've mentioned this before. I was super disappointed with it because Assassin's Creed 3, man, that's the American Revolution. 1776, like that's the setting I wanted from an Assassin's Creed game. And it ended up just being one of the worst ones ever produced. And I think that was just because of time crunch. I mean, back then they were trying to crank out an Assassin's Creed game every freaking nine months. And it was ridiculous. They didn't give the teams enough time. Nowadays, at least they take years off. Like, we're not getting one this year, but there'll be one next year. But they also have multiple teams working on Assassin's Creed as well, so that the team working on next year's is not working on the one that's going to be after that. The one that worked on probably Odyssey is working on the one that's going to come out in four years. And that's at least gives the team four to five years development time to make a better game. I'm still waiting on Assassins in Space. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, wasn't there? Um, no, it wasn't Assassin's Creed. It was The Last of Us. I think it was Naughty Dog that was talking about doing the, something in space. So maybe we'll still get that at some point in the future. But it is a great pick. And then I, I know you said he was Skultish, but it, that track also feels very Irish to me in the way that it was composed. I don't know. Well, the Irish did fight in the war, so it's a good thing to do there. <laughs> I don't know if they fought in this war. They fought in the war. They, they fought in some war. I don't know which one, though. <laughs> the, uh, oh, uh, the, the did they fight in the one with William Wallace and Braveheart? Those were the Scottish. I know, but did the Irish fight with them? No. Well, I don't know. That's why I the, asked. The, the, the Irish were too busy dying from a potato famine when they live on an island or get, fish. Or getting drunk. I mean, they get drunk just as much as the Scottish well, do. Well, no, okay. No, no one out drinks a sculpt. <laughs> but we have one track left on the episode today and it's the last track for the first 99 episodes so fittingly the name of the track is last castle and it comes from a game where final is in the name final fantasy mystic quest i did all this on purpose from the uh super nintendo this particular track was composed by ryuji sasai And what I really like, and we mentioned this before, we have played one track from Final Fantasy Mystic Quest in the past. It's such a deviation from what Nobu Yamatsu did with mainline Final Fantasy music at the time. This came out in North America, October 5th, 1992. So right around the time that we were seeing, you know, Final Fantasy 4 and Final Fantasy 3, 5 over in Japan, we we wouldn't see 6 until a little bit later. But... It's such, like I said, it's such a difference from what we had at the time. It's more rocking. There's more, you know, samples of guitars. There's a lot of things going on here. And it's very, very, very well done. It's a great piece of music. It's gonna, I, I heard the track. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, 
What a way to what a way to close out what a way to close out the first ninety nine man. Yeah, and this is I know we played through especially you played through all of the like retro Final Fantasies up through nine. You haven't finished. You haven't played nine yet. Not yet. But, but I think that Mystic Quest would be fun for you to go do because it, it is again it's so different from the Final Fantasies we had back then. It, it's super cool to see what they were trying to do with spinoffs and what they were trying to do just to take the franchise in different directions. I think it'd be fun for you to see that. But the soundtrack is just great from top to bottom. And you're absolutely right. It is a great way to cap off our first 99 episodes. And I'm glad that we got to cap off the 99 episodes with uh, with a radio hour. Like, it's only fitting that we, you know, we do a radio hour and then we transition to episode 100. I think that's fun. And episode 100, I think it's a good time to start talking about it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... What we're going to do for episode 100 is we're going to pick our favorite tracks of all time, which means that there will finally be some repeats in the episodes. Yes. Only this again. It's a special occasion episode. This right here. Episode 100 is a special occasion episode, as I always say at the beginning of the show. It's going to be great to play the same songs uh, that I love from Portal. Over and over and over again. Uh, only one portal track qualifies. <laughs> and you can pick from either portal or portal two. All right. I guess I'll have to get some Skyrim in there. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun, though. Uh, I wanted nah, to do something it's, special. It's, 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 it's going to be a great episode. And, you know, it's there's, there's going to be some surprises in there because some of our favorite songs maybe have not been picked already. That is absolutely true. That there, there is absolutely possibilities that some of our favorite tracks have yet to be played. Uh, I also think that uh, I want to get Jessica in on this episode since it is episode 100. So we'll have maybe a couple of her favorite tracks. And uh, if you want to submit tracks for us, if you want to submit your favorite tracks, we will also play those. So I will absolutely give up one of Brian's picks for one of your favorite tracks. Yeah, you always say that. And I always say the same thing that I will definitely give up well, one I, of yours as well. <laughs> I, I always give up one of mine. I figure I get one of I know, I know, I know. But I think it's going to be if we get the submissions, we'll make it just a little bit of an extended episode next week, just because it is a special episode. One hundred. We made it, dude. Forty five tracks. Let's do it. No, we freaking made it to episode 100. I absolutely never thought we'd get there. And that's crazy. I did. I thought we got there a lot sooner, but apparently you only get one episode a week. Sorry. Well, unless you get a bonus episode of the month, but those don't actually count for the tally. If we counted those in the tally, we had like episode 117 by now or something like that. I think it is because we've done 17. Those don't count. Episodes. Okay. Yeah, they, they count. They're their own. Uh, they're the Final Fantasy Mystic Quests of BG Mania. They're a spinoff. <laughs> the Dragon Ball Evolution. They never happened. <laughs> That'll bring us to the close of our first 99 episodes. Unless you have anything else you want to discuss before we get on out of here. Just a big thank you to, to everybody out there. I mean, we started this off as a little rinky dink operation. Just two guys talking about music. Just and one guy. The first episode. It was just well, me. That one guy. That, that one guy's a douche. Uh, <laughs> for, for, for me, this, this, you know, this tale is episode 98. True. We have one more to go. <laughs> But yeah, man, like it's, it's it's just so great to have all the interaction between everybody, you know, submitting tracks, letting us know how we could improve, mainly having Brian shut up and, you know, let me talk more because I'm the best. I don't think that's ever been a recommendation. Oh, I've said the recommendation in like 12 times, but you just don't. I you just ignore it. Over I ignore it. <laughs> I, I think writing Brian's a douche in the uh, subject line of any email is always a good thing to do. Always, always will uh, we'll tag yeah, it as way- spam. Yeah. 
Best, best, best way to get your email read. Uh, best way no, to get it ignored. Seriously, thank you so much for the outpouring of love and support. Uh, and I look forward to doing episode 200. Yeah, yeah. Episode 200 and another uh, took us, obviously, what, a little, uh, little under two years to get here. So that's pretty cool. So we'll be looking no, for no, episode. episode. Episode 200 is next year. We're going to start cranking these bad boys out daily. <laughs> episode 200 coming at you in uh, 2021. And you know what's funny, Frank, is I already, because I looked at the calendar, as I always do, there's a special episode that we have coming in 2021 that can only be done in 2021. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but there's an episode that we can only do in 2021. 2021, two years from now. So Brian's funeral. Okay. No, that was almost last week. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, that is going to do it for this week, though. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. And if you want to hurry up and submit some for next week's episode, episode 100, where we're going to be looking at our favorite tracks of all time, be sure to do that. Again, bgmania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop on over to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash games and subscribe to us there. And if you havenven't already while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash games and click that follow button. We're not live often. If we ever do go live, it's usually on YouTube. Remember, though, check out our reaction videos for E3 coming up in two weeks. games.com or our YouTube channel. But if you want to follow someone that is live often on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Bruce underscore deduce. That's B-R-U-C-E underscore D-E-D-E-U-C-E. Kyle over from the Maxwell podcast. Uh, A lot of fun. We actually just streamed Dead by Daylight. I was actually playing with him. Frank was playing with him. We had a ton of fun just getting back into a game that we used to play a ton of. So uh, check him out. He might be streaming it again in the future and uh, you might see us there as well. Stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook would be the place to do so. Check the description box for the appropriate links. I already mentioned it, but I'll plug it quickly again. Next week is our episode 100. We are going to be taking a look at our favorite tracks of all time. It could be an extended episode, depending on how many tracks we get. Uh, There'll be picks from myself, picks from Frank. We'll get some picks from Jessica, maybe some picks from you guys. And we will just have a ton of fun listening to what we consider our favorite tracks of all time. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have The Last Castle from Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, composed by Ryuji Sasai. Keep the music playing, keep it loud, and thanks for 100 episodes. <laughs>